Welcome to season two of the Love Good Podcast, where you learn how to love what is good so you can become what you love and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons, a community of intentional consumers who curate music and books based on the transcendentals of beauty, truth, and goodness. Join us each week as we sit down with artists and thought leaders to chat about media, culture, and what it means to be human. We're so happy you're here. Welcome to the Love Good Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jimmy Mitchell. Okay, today is one of my favorite episodes ever because I get to sit down with some of my favorite people ever. Uh, that is the Samarelli sisters. I don't know if you've heard of them. They have over a billion combined views of all their YouTube videos back in 2009. Their little Party in the USA cover basically went viral and their career has been unfolding ever since. At the time of recording this conversation, actually in my kitchen, the reason we did that is because there's also a complete video version of this conversation on YouTube, Facebook, probably IGTV at this point. Really, really exciting to announce that actually Christina has since been married. She's the oldest of all the Cimarelli sisters. And at the time of this recording, she was still only engaged. She's officially married. And actually, this entire conversation that unfolds continually comes back to some themes of connection hope and being fully alive. So, you know, maybe you're like me and at times you feel really isolated, either from yourself, from others, even from God. Maybe there are, you know, flirtations with despair and you need hope and specifically the hope that comes through beauty. But maybe also being fully alive just kind of feels like a stretch. What does that really look like in the midst of uh, business and family and just all the practicalities of life? How do you keep your heart engaged? How do you even be uncomfortably vulnerable as the Cimarelli sisters say today. So thanks as always for tuning in. Season two, episode seven, let it roll. Well, Cimarelli, welcome to the Love Good Podcast. How are you doing? Good. Doing great. <laughs> Loving good. Loving good. You know, every now and then someone says you should really work on your grammar. It's supposed to be love well, and then we have to explain what we, yeah, anyways. Guys, it's been over two years, I think, since we did something like this. Mm -hmm. The very day that I met you guys, you were in the Love Good studio. I have to say I was really nervous because you're sort of like uh, global superstars, you know? And, uh, and really, you've become super dear friends since then. And I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. But uh, what's the latest? I mean, you guys are, are pretty much Nashville natives at this point. Mm -hmm. um, depending on when this episode releases, one of you is going to be married, potentially. Yes! Uh, <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of really cool stuff going on. So fill us in, especially for those who have no idea who you are, which is like hard to imagine, but there's probably like one or two out there. Uh, give us the backstory. What in the world are you doing in my in my kitchen right now. That's the oh, real yeah. question. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give a little fill-in as the eldest sister. So first of all, we are all sisters. Six sisters. We have five brothers. Oops, I'm looking at the camera. We have five brothers, 
all from the same parents. I'm asking, are answering all the frequently asked questions. And we've been doing music together since we were really, really little. We lived in LA, we moved to Nashville, we had a record deal, we left it, blah, 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 all that stuff, you know? Just kidding, you don't know. <laughs> and basically, this is a really interesting time in our lives and our careers now, because first of all, we're all adults. Danny just entered the realm of adulthood, just turned oh, yeah. 18, mm -hmm. so it's super Whoa. weird. That's crazy. Super weird. We're all adults now, and we all live in Nashville, which no one ever saw that coming. Mm -hmm. And we're fully in control of our career now, as of really January 1st, honestly. Wow. Like, to this year was the biggest shift in our lives. We all took so much responsibility on this year. Mm -hmm. We all really became such better like leaders and workers and everything we're mm -hmm. doing we took on so much responsibility mm -hmm. all of us there were many tears shed actually that's a normal week for us no, no matter what no. but there were many tears shed this year over our res new responsibilities yeah. because we just wanted to jump in and really take control of our lives and our careers and empower ourselves mm -hmm. so we took on so much this year and we really like changed our whole lives and our careers mm -hmm. in so many ways mm. We became more structured and more creative and more risky with things in a good way. So we've just been doing a lot of projects this year. I mean, to boil it down, we put out videos and music. Some written things are more from Kath, mm -hmm. the resident writer, poet. <laughs> Although other people write poems too. Yes. And other people are writers too. Yes. I, I have to well, mention we're all that. writers in different ways. <laughs> You don't write that much, do you? Music. We yeah. all we're all songwriters. You guys are more songwriters. We're all like more poets, and then you're like a you're like a more of a you could be like a comedy writer, writer slash like screenwriter. She's good at writing characters. We also write lengthy essays about life. And she writes lengthy oh, yes. essays about life. True. There you Not go. Deep, comedy. deep. She writes like deep stuff, serious yes. and like comedic. Yeah. So basically, this year we've been doing tons and tons of projects as far as video and music goes well in our merch and all sorts of things and it's just been all us into everything and I think the biggest shift as well in our minds well for me at least has been that our mission has come like more to the forefront mm. because to be honest I would say it went a bit on like the back burner mm. would you guys agree with that Even like, like in we what were way? into it and then we kind of we kind of almost like forgot about it a little, not forgot about it, but like pushed it aside a little bit. Remember as we were kind of like distancing ourselves from our like community and our followers and everything, we went through like a bit of a process because it's kind of a weird thing because no one like prepares you for having a bunch of fans. No one prepares you for that, obviously. I mean, just to be clear, how many combined views on YouTube? Well, well over a billion at this point. Yeah, yeah. over a billion yeah. and four Point, I think it was three. three I just checked it like last week. Subscribers. Yeah. We got 100,000 subscribers in the month of July. That's crazy. And you didn't see that coming when the first video hit, whatever it was, seven, no. eight, ten years ago. How long ago? When was the first? It was 2009. This is eight, uh, so nine cool. years ago. Thousand, You're almost at 10 yeah. years. Yeah, actually, this or last month, August, it was nine, nine years. years since Party in the oh, USA. Should have done a That's celebration. Half of my life. Wow, that's that a is lot. half of my life. Of yeah. life. For anybody, yeah, for anybody who's watching who doesn't know what we're talking about, nine years ago in 2009, yes, that's if you do your math, <laughs> then we put up a cover of the song Party in the USA on YouTube, and it went like viral, and so that was kind of how we got our start on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And the rest seems to be history, and yet 
you're still growing and We're, you're still yeah, developing. Oh, and yeah. I think what strikes me is this is sort of got to be a tension, right? That you're, you've got a mission. It seems like it's becoming more and more clear and more and more kind of like rising, probably in the service of your hearts, not just in your marketing, you know? Yes. So that's really beautiful. You're all artists. So there's a creative bent here that's like worthy of protecting, right? That there's a, there's a, there's a need to bring beauty into the world that otherwise the world may never see you here otherwise. So that's mm-hmm. there. And meanwhile, you're also incredibly successful entrepreneurs. So you've got a mission <laughs> that's deeply creative and also successful by any stretch of a business imagination. How do you hold all that in tandem? Because uh, I, I think I'm learning a lot from you guys right now. And I'm like, I just wish I had a Cimarelli around it any given moment to help me make any big decision. You know? <laughs> okay, uh, something that kind of comes to mind is that I feel like for us, we do really separate art and business. I know that sounds kind of weird, but like when we're, so we we think about like, okay, what would be a great video that we could do? What would be like a cool collection of songs we come out with? But what, so like that's, sort of like the overall concept. But then when we're actually creating the art, like when we're writing the songs, when we're like coming up with concepts, we don't really think like, oh, what can we make that would be commercially friendly? Like we really just stay true to ourselves and what we like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of comes through. So like that's something I think we're good at. It's like separating that art from the business yeah that's true because as i think kath or one of you i always i always mix up especially lisa and lauren oh, <laughs> i'm no. like as lauren said lisa like i said that <laughs> i always do that but someone said how we put on a lot of different hats so we're like okay put on your employee hat put on your sister hat yeah. put on your artist hat put on your business put on your party hat, no, hat. <laughs> put on your party hat. that's the hat that i see most of the time let's be real the party hat. <laughs> yeah party hat. we have to switch out our hats a lot and she's right like being true to like art and mm. creativity we just trust it a lot of it is like literal just blind faith i'm sure as you know yeah. it's literal blind faith you're like i trust that if i ignore everything that the world is telling me about what is like a commercially viable thing right now and I just go with like my gut or I just go with like what is just trying to express this art inside of me like trying to create express this emotion and, and turn it into art mm-hmm. I'm just going to trust that this is going to translate and then I'll go into the business side and I'll, and I'll make that work for me but it really is a risk it's all like a big blind risk here because you know, we don't have everything planned out like we we have our structure we have our schedule we have plans but we don't have a complete plan where because we don't know what's going to happen yeah so we can't say we know what's going to happen in a few months from now we have our plans but we really don't know mm-hmm. so we we kind of just hope mm. a lot and then we just tune into that gut feeling and then we're like okay which i believe is God speaking to you, but yeah. I always say gut feeling, they're kind of interchangeable in my mind. You just like tune in and, and look for that like good voice that you hear and then you're like, okay, this is what we should do. Mm. But it is hard to find the balance of all those different things, as you were saying. I think it's hard for everyone in their life because everyone has a mixture of those things because everyone has to run their own life, which is kind of like a business because you have money coming in, you have money going out, you have your personal budget, you have something creative about you, everyone does, and I think everyone kind of struggles to balance it all. Balance all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how we do it. I think the team aspect helps. Mm-hmm. The team aspect is so helpful. Yeah. That was like the theme of our year is that we got everyone's different things into this group this year. Like yeah. we really did. Everyone has a different, there's a word I'm looking for. Like strength. 
<laughs> like roll or gift charism something what? everyone like different aspects of something i don't know what it is but everyone has such different things yeah. like all spokes strength. on a wheel that no, can't they can't it's roll not, it's a different thing it's not strength it's like um when you put it all it's like a different color everyone has a different color and you put it together and it's like Mirage. Oh, something like that <laughs> so we've been trying to put it all in there instead of valuing like certain things the highest like perfectionistic and organized and blah, blah, blah is like the best. We're like, oh, this person is more creative and uh, whatever. I don't know. This person's more structured. This person's less. This person is more focused on the fun aspect and this person's more focused on the depth. So let's put them together in mm -hmm. the different projects. So I think the team aspect is really the yeah. biggest strength that we have because we can fill in the gaps really well. It's amazing. Yeah. It's and I, I say that's like an observation that I, I'm not only seeing myself, but I'm hearing secondhand a lot. So I had a friend who was at really? your show in Atlanta last week, okay? Oh. And I don't know, I guess Beyonce was in town interfering yes. with the frequencies. That's yeah. annoying, right? And so apparently there was some hiccups. I don't even know Our what they were. were not we could but only like, Our mics literally were not working. You yeah. apparently handled it so beautifully well. <laughs> I, I think it actually is amazing that any family band can stay together. But six sisters and a family with 11 kids... It feels like a miracle nine years later, you know, that you love it each is. other. It actually is. It, it is really a miracle. Is. I've prayed literally, God, I need or we need a miracle multiple times. I love that. <laughs> I've prayed that. I love that. So there's got to be like some level of humility in all of this because mm. otherwise it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> Okay, work. raise your hand if you've been humble, especially the last year. Oh, we've been brought to our we knees. We have been humbled. Every single person in this group has been brought to their knees oh at one point. Oh. <laughs> it is not fun, but it is necessary. Yeah. I'm curious, Catherine, being the poet, how would you put into words the band's mission? The band's mission? Well, I actually wrote it for our Instagram, and yes. I think it's like a simple, very simple no, way of saying it. We can go into a lot more depth, but our message is connection and hope. hope. And embracing being fully alive. I think you should inspire Ooh. or you should explain. I think you should explain what connection means. So you guys can answer this if I, if I don't say it correctly, but it's like connection to others. So not like choosing to connect rather than isolate yourself mm -hmm. and connecting to God. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have anything you would add to that? Connecting with yourself, because a lot of people don't yeah, connect with themselves, right. yeah, and they're very yeah, out of touch. Exactly. And then choosing. True. That, yeah. We so talk about that. Yeah, that's a big thing for us. Like, we're all about, a lot of our songs kind of deal with themes of, like, isolation and feeling isolated. Mm -hmm. But then you hear that in a lot of pop music, people sort of, like, indulging in isolation and, like, mm. sort of, like, acting like that's all there is. And in that's the just, internet. Yeah. Oh, and all the of, memes indulging yes, in isolation. There's, oh, there's, yeah. I don't come from my memes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I would say that current we're kind of trying to go against the current cultural message of like you're you are the only person you can trust and no one around you is oh, you good and and everyone's gonna let you down which is true like everyone is going to let you down but that doesn't mean you should push everyone away forever and never have any loving close relationships i think there's yeah. a happy medium yes. which is what we're trying to get across yeah and then like the hope aspect something about our brand draws in i was thinking about this the other night just like our fans they're not exactly just like happy-go-lucky kids. Mm -hmm. mm. They they tend to be very kids that go through a lot. They're very broken and they have like family struggles. They a lot of them have had like 
almost, you know, suicidal attempts or thoughts. And so hope is huge for us. Like there's a very strong message of anti-suicide. That's like the biggest thing, but really just choosing hope in your everyday life, even if you're not necessarily contemplating, you know, giving up altogether, but just being hopeful in general is a huge thing for us because that is another thing in popular music. It's like very hopeless and everyone's just kind of like, well, life sucks. And then we die. (laughs) Whereas like, I would say our brand is the opposite of that. (laughs) Life's great. And then you live. Life's great. Let's live forever. (laughs) And then the last one is embracing being fully alive. Something that maybe makes some people uncomfortable about our music is that it's extremely emotional. People that are not comfortable with emotions would be very uncomfortable at our concerts and listening to our songs because they are I've heard people say like almost uncomfortably vulnerable like Mm. we say things that are like very honest and we don't don't gloss over anything we don't say we don't say generic things we say like the (coughs) the very awkward truth so we're we're hoping that through being like awkwardly honest and vulnerable that we can connect other people to their own awkward vulnerability mm. and set them free from like living shame. in denial of that and, and the shame denial. that comes with that yeah. yes. yes so i'd say that's kind of our message but also like being fully alive is a mixture of like embracing the depth of everything but also like the lightness because we're yeah, not right, crying right. all the time yes on stage. that's true that's true we cry for like 20 minutes okay the this is something set. that i kind <laughs> of you know what i mean yeah i don't really think about this as much because i'm more of like a Kevin oh like, i just want to have such a dark person. no i'm not dark but like <laughs> no but like okay if i'm hanging out with a friend i would be like let's talk about the meaning of life more than like even though all i am time, like a fun Kevin person never has fun no <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm not as fun as, like, Danny. Danny's so fun. <laughs> I'm saying that I'm making fun of you because you think you're not a fun person, but no, you are. No, I am a fun person. That, that's like, I'm other, a dark emo. Okay, sorry. That's the last part of our brand that I didn't really touch on is Amy's got it perfectly. Like, the lightness and, like, mm. we we Which really... We're about to make a video today about you can, ha- like, how to have fun without drugs and alcohol. So, like, just, like, a clean, like... You don't always have to be contemplating the mysteries. You can just like go out and have fun without harming yourself or others. And that is a great time. That's like another part of our brand. Simple and clean. And I just want to throw in there that while Catherine was talking about um, how our songs are all sad and depressing. And They're real, not. I didn't say then, sad. I said emotional. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's a good description. You're the one that wrote Sad good Girls Club, Danny. Good description. That's not a sad song. That's not yeah. a sad song. But anyway, Lauren and I were um, roasting her low key because oh, we were gosh. naming our recent songs, <laughs> which I wanted to talk about about because okay, that fine. kind of brings in the other side of things our most recent EP called I Love You or whatever it's I don't I mean okay there are three it's spoken light. there are three spoken it's word poems on there that are pretty heavy but heavy? doesn't matter but <laughs> there are four songs which are all just kind of like Fun. Light and airy, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, but I said that was part of the brand at the very end. At the end. So, so I just like, want to emphasize like that, that our last EP, so if you're a if you're a dark emo like Catherine, oh you can listen to the rest gosh. of our music. Or if you're saying. like me and you don't really feel super comfortable with emotions, you're not an emo? then you can listen to our new EP. It's great. I think a lot of it was we started out doing things that didn't particularly have a ton of depth to them in oh. some ways. Mm-hmm. Not everything we did, but like, no, I'm talking about when we first started releasing original stuff. Like, Million Bucks, Made in America, and all those songs. Like, they didn't have like a ton of deeper meaning. So then when we did like Hearts on Fire um, mixtape and like uh, Up, Up at, at Night, Night, we did a lot of things that were a lot like 
darker or not darker no, but like more deep dark, but more emotional because we didn't express and like we really didn't express our emotions yeah. in public or in private so <laughs> so we went to the other side of the pendulum of being like the depth and now we're in like the middle of like enjoying the depths so you can enjoy the light you know because mm-hmm. you can't there's no light without depth and there's no depth without light you know Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, five. I think you're kind of honing in on kind of one of the most important things about life, you know? Because, like, what does it look like to take not yourself seriously, but life seriously mm-hmm. and never yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the humility and the joy that mm-hmm. I see at this table right now that is really fairly unparalleled. You know, you just – you don't see it amongst friends, much less sisters, very Whoa. often. So I just think it's cool because I honestly would be a bit more, I'm not really emo necessarily. (laughs) I I know Catherine well enough to know that she's not either. I think deep down, right? But we like to contemplate the mysteries, you know, like we like to think about the big philosophical questions of what it means to be human. So I actually need Amy to constantly remind me to just have fun, you know? So go have fun, even if it means like, tag in the park yes! at the age of okay, three. Okay, what you, you said know? about taking yourself seriously, I feel like that is a really good point and part of our message where it's it's actually, I think, in life, people people take themselves too seriously when they shouldn't be, like, worrying too much about what they look like, what people think yeah. of them, yeah. what other people think of their choices. That's taking yourself too seriously and, like, getting caught up in the wrong things. But then people almost never take themselves seriously in the ways that they should of, like, mm-hmm. respecting themselves mm-hmm. and having Believing the... Yeah, having the confidence and peace in yourself to make decisions that are good for you even if they're not popular with the world or whatever mm-hmm. does that make sense like yeah i love it respecting yourself more in that way mm-hmm. chris pratt at the uh, 2018 mtv yes. awards he said something very simple you have a soul take care of it wow. somewhere in between the potty jokes you know yeah. oh and uh, and i think that's kind of perfect like actually that's mm-hmm. the one thing we should take seriously you know mm-hmm. as the reality that you know as you said at the very beginning is like actually life goes on you know, this is all just a bit of a, a brief sojourn mm-hmm. in a strange land that we call home, but that actually should leave us feeling homeless every day in a good way, in a, like an existential ache kind of way, right? Mm-hmm. So thanks for you guys like living in that tension and bringing it to the table. Ooh, can I just uh, say this is this. the most adult conversation I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what is happening? Well, so here's what we need to do because we're running out of time, which I hate. But uh, what? Should the world be rallying around right now? Uh, obviously, your, tu- your your YouTube channel continues to explode. You've got an EP that's what a few months out now. Came out in the spring. About a, well, like officially oh, came out August first. Oh, August. That's crazy. Yeah, a month. Okay. Wow, that's so cool. So, yeah. what can people be storming Spotify to find, YouTube to find? What, what's the bits right now? Oh. What's the bits? What what, what does that even mean? <laughs> That's very English of me. Let me tell you, Jimmy, what the bits are. The bits Um, and the bulbs. (laughs) Um, Our EPI Love You or whatever, you should definitely check that out. If you want something a little more, there's something more emotional, you could do our our albums Up at Night or Sad Girls Club. If you want something more worship-based and faith-based, you could go to our album Alive, which we wrote 
and are very proud of and love so much. We write all of our music. YouTube-wise, we have a lot of lighter, funny content that's very entertaining, especially if you have children and you're listening to this, maybe. Show it to them. Or young nieces and nephews. They would love that, too. But, I mean, personally, I'm 25, and I get a good chortle out of it. (laughs) We have, like, a lot of song challenges and lyric challenges of, like, finish this line or whatever. It just gets... gets, It's just a good way to get to know us and watch us interact in our most... Raw and state. covers, and we have a lot of musical covers yes. and videos on there as well. If you want to hear us sing and get us to shut up for a few minutes, watch those. <laughs> <laughs> True, it's so good. Any any updates? I know we've got a book out, but uh, any any exciting new projects underway in that regard, or is it yet to be revealed? Mm. Well, can't we take the wedding thing because that's coming out, right? Yeah, because you can always take it out if this is yeah. coming out too early, which I don't who think who it who is. Feels like they can explain that the best. I don't know. Okay, so okay, so I'm the bride to be, and I guess this is gonna be October. So we'll just say that getting married in October, and we have a wedding EP. Might sound kind of weird, but I'll explain. Coming out in October, and it may be out by the time this is up. So if it's out now, then yay, it's out now, <laughs> or it's coming out soon. We'll know when we know. Um, So basically, obviously now, basically everyone films their weddings, you know, so you can remember and see it and all that. It's a great, great new development we have in the world of weddings. So for mine, I was like, I want to write songs for my wedding video so it can be really special. So as I started to write them, I was like, these should be on an EP. If I'm going to write them, we should release them, duh. Mm-hmm. So then it was like, let's put a whole EP together. So we we put together some covers and new originals. And it's a really special yeah. EP. Like, we're mm-hmm. almost done recording it right now, since this is in the past. So hello <laughs> to the future, everyone listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're almost done recording it. And it's so special. We just wanted to have, like, magical love songs. And I wrote some songs that have a little more of the struggle element to them. And then one is actually a spiritual, it's almost all Bible verses love song, which I don't hear very often. Actually, I never hear that. And I really wanted a religious love song. And it's amazing. Well, Catherine's been listening to the demo, which is really bad, by the way. I'm, like, barely singing in it. I'm like, you oh, in the Yeah, I'm like, oh, in the she middle. Coughs. She's been listening to it all the time. So it is really cool. So that wedding EP is coming out. And it's just love songs that are really magical or real, basically, to me. It's a little reflection of my love story and my wedding mm-hmm. MEP. And if you're like me and nowhere and you're getting married, then you can listen to them and cry in your room oh. or in your car and think about the possibility of getting married or the possibility of never getting married. And just think oh, about wow. that. Oh, it's I, a great thing for everyone. Also, I want to add that if you happen to have been or are in a long distance relationship, I feel like you'll relate to the original songs that Christina wrote because mm. she and her fiance have been together now what husband. almost nine years yeah so they had a long journey and that's kind of what's hinted at in the the song so definitely check those out if you relate to that i feel like a lot of people can relate to that it's awesome well thanks to all of you this has been an absolute joy just to close out our thoughts you're talking about like fighting isolation despair Mm -hmm. and sort of this turning in on ourselves and being afraid of maybe even emotions you know as raw as they can be I really think that like beauty is the answer. And I feel like we Mm -hmm. have that conversation a lot, but beauty is the thing that unites. It's the thing that heals. It's the Mm -hmm. thing that gives people hope. And you're doing that and you're bringing it to the table in your music, but I'd say most importantly in your life. So thanks for that. And uh, Mm -hmm. we'll do this again sometime. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
Oh yeah, so gosh, what a joy getting to sit down with Summerelli. You know, it's not even just the six sisters, it's the other five kids in that family. Many of them I've come to know over the last couple of years. They're the real deal, and uh, I'm just a huge fan and uh, really deeply inspired by who they are and what they are about. So if you're not yet listening to their new EP, check it out. It's everywhere that digital music is streamed and sold. And yeah, let's just keep rallying around everything that these sisters are doing. They are, I think, a sign of hope for so many of us. Uh, All that to say, we would love for you guys, if you haven't already, to leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher to spread the link to our podcast to as many people as you possibly can. We need y'all's help in rallying around this podcast so that more and more people begin thinking about beauty and culture and what it really means to be human. We want as many people thinking and talking about this stuff as possible. Our hope is that this podcast is just a conversation starter, that you, you continue these conversations at home, with family, with friends and just really digging in, uh, again, to the art of being fully human, fully alive, fully yourself. This is really what life is about, and it's a joy to get to take part in it with you. Know how much we love you. We're praying for you guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Season 2 of the Love Good Podcast. Tell your friends all about us. Stay in touch on social media, and be sure to stop by iTunes or Stitcher to give us a review. You can join our movement today by subscribing as a patron at lovegoodculture.com. Start enjoying our seasonal packages that will raise your standard for media and inspire you to build a better culture. We can't wait to accompany you as you change the world.